Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation and educate you on how to money. Intentionally and passionately to hit your money goals. And we'll throw in some sports talk along the way. Our mission and goal of this podcast is to improve your money journey and help you create the financial life you deserve. So let's talk money. And sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm here with, as always, Cole and Cole. Cole with a K, Cole with a C. So um, how are y'all doing today? Doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back. This is episode number six, and uh, I'm not going to spoil how it is, but we have a special episode in store for you today. Oh, yeah. So um, you definitely want to listen to the whole thing. Um, it may or may not have something to do with somebody other than me sitting in this chair. So that's all I'm going to say on that. They've been waiting for that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't, as I told them before, I don't bring much um, financial insight to this conversation. So we're going to replace me with somebody who will. That's all right. You so, push all these buttons over here and we don't know what any of that means. <laughs> yep, yep. You do all the, the technical stuff in the background yeah. there. I'll, yeah. I'll stick to the technical. You stick to the money. We'll be all good. There so um, yeah, it's today is, as we're recording this, it's coming out. It will be coming out June 14th. We're recording this to um, give some perspective to the listeners. We're recording this on May 13th. So, again, anything we say, don't, like, go, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. No, it's just a month old on the, the like, okay, the sports end. <laughs> we don't stuff. know what we're talking about either, but yeah. it is a month old. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah so have. just to clarify that. Um, See, so yeah, I know in the recent recently we've talked about uh, the NFL draft and golf stuff, but we're kind of in that summer lull right now where pretty much all that's left is the NBA playoffs are wrapping up in the middle of the finals will be whenever this is being recorded or um, whenever this is airing. Right. And I believe the NHL finals will be about the same time. Yep. So, yep. Um, and the U S open, those are like the only things really going on right now. Well, so we have, we will have just finished up the, Humboldt am and the lakeside am which we have a defending champ in the room and it's not me oh really you, you know yeah. that that's a, i think uh, cole and i both uh, as the viewers probably know we 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 love our competitive golf uh-huh. so, so we'll be playing some of the the individual tournaments around here so so, someone, so when this airs we'll have hopefully one of one, one of <laughs> us uh you know um probably won't be me again <laughs> <laughs> so cole, uh, it's fun though like we you know get the competitive juices flowing okay what are the odds that cole defends his title at Lakeside, they're probably pretty good. Yeah, that, that course sets up well for you because yep. you can kind of spray it ever, wherever. It's fairly short. You can bomb it off the tee, so, and uh, you just got to make your Golf's cuts. tough, though, man. It's one to, to, to do anything uh, repetitive. I mean, that's the, the game's a repetitive repetitive sport, and some days, yeah, it's easier than others, and, mm-hmm. and if it, you know, it's just not your day. It's not your day, but it's fun, though. That's that's uh, kind of, uh, you know, our local swing of of golf competitiveness that we we get flowing through the office yeah so so what we're talking about is the Humboldt am is on whatever that saturday is june 10th or june 11th and then the lakeside am which is now the travis hab hab amateur is on sunday i only play on saturday because i leave on sunday for a fishing trip with my family but uh cole plays both of them i believe so so uh when this when this uh airs or i guess the next next episode we will have a um uh, a winner, yeah, a winner. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully, or go. we'll know. We'll know the results of, of right, the weekend swing. Right. So, so what are you gonna? You got your odds. Cole, Cole gives you pretty good odds. What are you gonna have to do to repeat? What What do you What do you have to make sure you do right? 
or Ooh. not? Ooh, that's that's a tough. There's a lot a lot that goes into that. I'd just say uh, not make any big numbers there, and I think I'll do pretty well because there's yeah. a lot of birdies, a lot of birdies on that golf course. Yeah. So, and weather can always always some people play better than weather. So yeah. it's windy as we've all experienced here this spring. The the weather's been unbelievably. Uh, you know, choppy all over the map. We've had, yeah, we've had crazy amounts of wind. It's now we're in this, you know, as we're recording this, it's like in this heat spell, all of a sudden it's went from fifties to nineties. Yeah. And everyone's getting their AC worked on and. Oh yeah. yeah, Mine's broken. Yeah. Like legit broken. (laughs) I see every house is all over where there's service calls going on. So it's been, it's been a crazy spring and we got, you know, our, our, our farm clients all, all working in the field and, and they're rolling at this point. Now I think it was pretty wet here at the beginning of the week, but now, a lot of that's going on, so that's kind of in our in our local environment, anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's been the weather here is like you said, it's been really weird. It went mm-hmm. from it literally went from fifty five to ninety in two days. My car set a hundred the other day. Yeah, it's crazy. Sheesh. When I left the golf course, yeah. it was crazy. I, uh, yeah, got home to it's actually my fiance's apartment. Got there yesterday, and the AC was broken, and it was like ninety degrees in the house, and I was like, you know what? No. Yeah, that's so, one. Th- that's only one thing you just got to pay for. Yep, you just got to yeah. call, get it p- fixed. Yep. But, so they're um, they're supposed to come today, I think, to look at. Also, it. what's coinciding with when this when this episode is released is Father's Day. Yeah. Which also coincides with the U.S. Open. Um. So, which also coincides with a with a little tournament I played in Sac City with my dad. So Sac City Open, I was I play as Father's Day with my dad. But, um, yeah, the U.S. Open is at uh, Southern Hills. Yep. Or is that no, where the PGA that, is? That's at? where the PGA is at. Yeah. Where is the uh, US Open? I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, who knows? Yeah. A lot of stuff going on right now in the world. Right, yeah, for right. real. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. So, of course, with being Father's Day, we'll do the same thing. Is Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. I know I'm very thankful for mine. Yeah, he's yeah played a big part in me being the person I am today and continued to develop as a person. You know, so Happy Father's Day, Josh. There you go. I know you're probably not listening to this, but I'll give you just the in message. case, just yeah. in case, right? Just yeah. in case. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'll yeah. say, I'll say happy father's day, father's day to my dad, Paul Peterson. Uh, he's been a, a great role model for me and, and a big part of my life and, uh, definitely a big part of my golf life. Also, he loves to golf. <laughs> so, uh, introduced me to golf and, and, uh, you know, grew up playing that with him and he's been a great influence on my life and continues to be. So, I uh, want to thank him for everything he does for me. Likewise, I you know, think uh, happy Father's Day to my, my dad, Mike. And, you know, I've had uh, quite a few people that I would consider father figures in my life that had a positive impact on on uh, not only myself, but my family, my career. So uh, shout out to all the dads out there and happy Father's Day. And happy yeah. Father's Day to the two of you. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So uh, I can tell that family means a lot to you. So Greatest gift yeah. in the world. Yes, it is. So yeah, for sure. For sure. Before we jump into our uh, guest speaker, the one last thing we got to do for our sports talk for today is when this will be airing, it'll be right in the middle of the NBA Finals. My Warriors on May 13th are still in the playoffs, and I know Cole Peterson said, even though last time he said he doesn't listen or watch NBA, he said he's been watching a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. I think I'm wearing on him like he made me watch <laughs> the uh, the golf golf yeah, tournament, yeah, the Masters, so, the Masters. Yep, drew a blank. Um, so. Let's make our predictions. Well, why as not? you as you said, there's there's not a lot on TV right now, so I've been actually turning to the 
turning the NBA, watching my Chicago Cubs lose, uh, you know, most, most of their games. So I've been watching the NBA finals right now. As, as we record this, we have the heat are the only one that have clinched in the Eastern conference. Correct. Correct. And you got the Western conference is probably going to be the warriors and the Suns. Well, so, the Suns go well, to game you, seven. You've got, what you've got is you've got, um, warriors, Memphis game six tonight. Yeah. In Golden State, in they're going to win that one. They're going to win. That's going to be done. Yeah. Phoenix, Dallas, in Phoenix, they're going to Game 7 tomorrow. And that series, the home team has won every game. Yep, yep. So, so Phoenix probably will win that one. Yeah. Yep. And then the other side tonight is Milwaukee, Boston, in oh, Milwaukee. That's been a great yeah. series. Great series. Yeah. and That they, one's been really unpredictable. Crazy swings. and. Yeah, I think the Bucks have been the... Sub- not surprise team, but the best team in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. As far as they've been the most consistent, and also they're playing without one of their top two players, and they're beating the Celtics, who are seated better than them. Oh, yeah. Chris Middleton, but he's not going to be back anytime no. soon. Yeah. So I think the Bucks close that one out tonight, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so we're going into predictions now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Warriors, then, Suns, and pro- probably Warriors, Suns, and Heat. Yeah, we're going to say that Warriors, Suns, Heat. Yeah, I think Celtics are going to come back and win that series. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you can make your prediction off yeah. of that. <laughs> I'm going to make my prediction off the Bucks. So I'm going to say uh, Bucks, Warriors, not just because I'm a Warriors fan, but because the Warriors have beaten the Suns three out of four games this year. And I feel like the only team that has really matched up to the Suns at all has been the Warriors. Yeah. So. Only one score I think them. the... You know, that'll be an interesting series will be Chris Paul versus Stephen Curry, the yeah. two of the greatest point guards in the league. So I'm not going to make a finals prediction, but I'm going to say Bucks warriors Yeah, I, I, I got Warriors. Um, warriors, I'm going to say Celtics. <laughs> I like the Celtics. I think the Celtics are just going to, they're going to scrap out that series. They, they've had some ups and downs, but um, the Heat might actually, might get there. But um, yeah, I'll say Warriors Celtics. Yeah, I don't have a lot to add to this conversation. <laughs> I, I, I'll just give a little joke. My, my, we were flipping through the channels uh, last night. My wife's like, why is NBA still on? <laughs> She's like, is this a rerun? I'm like, no, the playoffs are still going. She's like, oh, that's crazy. Didn't even know. So that tells you the extent of our basketball, uh, NBA basketball in our household. Okay, let me just tell I, you this. Put your money on the Warriors. That's all I got to do. I'm going to go Milwaukee, though, just because Cole thinks they're going to lose tonight. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay. As, as like the NBA this. championship. I like yeah. the little beef NBA going cha- on here. Yep, NBA champions. All right, so when the Celtics are in the finals, you guys can. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Cole's right. I think... Last thing I'll say about it is uh, people are sleeping on the Heat. Yeah, they always do every year. I know. Seems like well, the Heat were the quietest one seed I think I've ever seen. Right. So we'll see. Who knows? But enough of me. Y'all don't want to hear me anymore, right? No, no, we don't. Okay. <laughs> we got I can someone walk, else. I'll just walk away. So, with that being said, we are going to go ahead and get into um, the money part of the episode. So today's guest is Patrick O'Rourke. Longtime employee of Central Financial Group. The man, the myth, the legend. Okay. Patio. Patio. I like it. Well, he's going to come on and talk a little bit about the um, the long-time history of Central Financial Group and just about his life and his involvement in the financial world and uh, just kind of how he's seen things evolve. So with that being said, let's get him on here. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. This podcast is produced by Spin Market and Digital. Located in Fort Dodge, Iowa, Spin Market's highly skilled team can help you increase your market, 
by updating your website, improving SEO, designing advertisements, and producing podcasts that will grab the attention of your market. Contact Spin Market today for all your digital marketing needs at digitalagent at spinmarketwith2ks.com or call us at 515-302-8026. And to learn more, visit our website at www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. That's digitalagent at spinmarket.com or 515-302-8026 or visit our website www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. All right, so we're back. Uh, we got Patty O'Rourke here sitting to my, uh, my left, and um, we are going to go through uh, kind of Pat's history with Central Financial Group, a little bit about, uh, about him and really about how the industry has changed uh, for uh, – for financial advisors, for uh, money, markets, a lot of different things that have changed over the years. It's a big moment for for the podcast here. Our first uh, first and special guest. Yeah, first official guest. Uh, so so you grew up in Rockford, Iowa, and uh, you got uh, you got five sisters and one brother. So k- kind of a big family. Yeah, it was um, you know Catholic family, obviously <laughs> with a name like O'Rourke. Or- so. O'Rourke, you're not Irish either, are Just you? Just a little bit. <laughs> Obviously, I'm half Norwegian, which you know the name's Irish, but uh, my mom is full blooded Norwegian. So. All right, all right. And then uh, you also went to Nyack, um, and then went to the University of Northern Iowa. Go Panthers! Yeah, we got to love those Panthers. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, you spent a little time on the hill, I would assume. Yeah, a lot of time on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Was the OP around back then, the yeah, other place? The, yeah, yeah, the OP, but we used to go to the Stein a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if that's still open when you were in school or not. Uh, it uh, changed names like yeah. six times, but yeah, yeah. I, I knew which building yeah. you're talking about at the bottom of the hill there. You, get, you guys are aging yourselves here, aren't you? I know. Well, I think my son was at UNI. Uh, he was a year older than you, Cole, but yeah. he was at UNI at the same time you were part okay. of the time. I ran into him only at the library. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there was a bar called the library yeah. when we were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so after, after Pat graduated, you, you became a, a teacher and a coach, mm-hmm. uh, for, for a couple of years, uh, in Stormlight, correct? Yeah. I spent, uh, in fact, I spent, uh, eight years, seven years coaching and teaching. I was head basketball coach at St. Mary's in Stormlight, had some That's good right. kids and had some success. And the normal, when life insurance agents were hired back, when I came in this business, coaches were a real hot item. Okay. Uh, Band teachers and coaches, band teachers, because that's the poor guy that gets no notoriety, <laughs> but he's out there busting his tail every day. But as coaches, you know, we had to deal with a lot of different people, all walks of life. And so right. it was kind of a good right. fit right into yep. the insurance business. Sure, sure. So it, insurance uh, came about in 1984 with New York Life, mm-hmm. uh, where you started in Storm Lake. Um, and tell us a little bit about your transition to Fort Dodge yeah. and then to Central Financial Group. So I was an agent with New York Life, uh, 1984 through 1988 or 89, 88, I guess. And then I took a managerial position with New York Life and moved to Fort Dodge. And I was a district manager with New York Life uh, for about five and a half, six years. My job was to hire, recruit, and develop agents. And um, quite frankly, I wasn't very good at it. Oh, yeah. It it was it was really really hard work. You know, you hire people and they'd struggle, and then you're out doing their business, and you know you're watching them struggle financially. And and I don't have quite that makeup, 
And so I went back into the field, and this is how I ended up with CFG in 1995. I knew Mick Flaherty and John Bruner. They used to referee basketball games back when I was in Storm oh, sure. Lake, Iowa. Sure they did. And yep. uh, because I grew up in the Mason City, Iowa area, uh, they had a book of business up there that uh, they were going to allow me to work, a couple of retired agents. So I ended up uh, with 1995. Randy Studer was a general agent back then out of Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, started with Central Financial Group. Been here uh, 27 years now. All right. And uh, it's been great. So a little, little bit of time and, and – uh You've had you've had a couple of beers with Mick and John over the years, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know those guys when they used to referee. You know, everyone smoked cigarettes back then. You'd smoke in the school; it didn't matter. But as soon as those guys left the gym, they stopped in New Iowa on the way back to Fort Dodge. And, you know, and I'm sure it was more than a six pack. Yeah. Yeah, careful, just in case they're wasteless. You don't want to tell all their tales. Uh, trust me, their wives knew. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so so you've been with Central Financial Group since 1995. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's been been many many changes and things that have developed over those those uh, those years for 27 years. Um, I want to talk a little bit about you know when when you think about the stock market 27 years ago when you started, like what what just what comes to your top of your mind, like what you were telling people back then and, and what, what has changed over those years? Well, it's kind of interesting. I came in in 1984 and you have to remember, we talk about interest rates a lot right now as they're going up. Well, 1984, if you were a farmer and you had an operational loan, you paid 20% for that operational loan. People were buying houses at 20% building houses at 20% interest. Uh, Our fixed investments back then in the life insurance and in the uh, annuity business we're like 12 to 14%. So why even invest in the stock market? Yeah, that's so, crazy. you know, the, 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 the big players in the market back then would have been like uh, American Express, which is Ameriprise now, or whatever yep. they're called now. Um, I, I'm assuming Edward D. Jones was probably in that yep. space too, but there wasn't, it wasn't a huge space back then because interest rates were high. Uh, although the mutual funds, they did good, but, you know, people weren't used to that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what has changed in the industry then since then is we've all, we all talked to our clients about protecting their assets right. and to accumulate assets and then set up retirement plans for them. Well, that has never changed. What has changed is the way you get there. Yeah. Okay. So now, I mean, obviously, uh, a part of your guys's business is, you know, is very, very heavily loaded in securities, mine, not quite as much, uh, because of the index market, but it's how we get there is just a different way, but we're still doing the same thing. Yeah. I think that that piece that, that one of our wholesalers showed us the, the other day, Ernie, uh, from Allianz and, and back at 1988 to, to achieve a, an 8% return, you could have like 98% of your, yep. your, your money in the bond market. By default, we've had, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to get more return, you've had to take on more risk as, yeah. as we're, we've been in this low interest rate environment for a very long period of time. And, you know, I find that so crazy. I, I think it was uh, a 20% mortgage. I can't, I, I can't imagine that, uh, uh, you know, that, or, or an operating, you know, trying to run an operation on a, on a 20% operating note. How, how you could even get ahead. Yeah. yeah that was a different, different times. And that's well, how I know the eighties were, eighties were a tough period for a, yeah. lot, a lot of our local economy. And right. you got to even remember if you go way back to the seventies in 1972, um, you know, soybeans went from $3 a bushel up to about, 10 or $11 a bushel for about a year and a half. Corn went from 40 to 60 cents a bushel, and that went up to $3 a bushel. Uh, so, 
there was, you know, even now you had this high inflation. It's kind of like now. Yeah. We've got this inflation yep. going out. Income's up. Problem right. is, right now, in my opinion, the income's increase is not covering the inflation. Correct. Cost. Not I, in, not anywhere. Agree. Not in the farm. Not in the farming world. No. Not 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 yeah. at all. So. Yeah. Prices are so much higher than what people are. Or you know, you might get a raise at work, but it's not going to be a seven percent raise per month. I just saw something. Um, I don't know where I was reading it, but just think, you know, talking about farming and interest rates, but uh, urea uh, prices are up 115% year over year. I mean, that's a huge piece of, of the farming yeah. operation. You know, that's crazy to yeah. think about, you know, uh, uh, for, for input costs for guys at this point. Well, um, if you think, um, just think of OSB, you know, like sheets, four by eight sheets, those, you know, were six to $8 a couple of years ago. They're over $40 a sheet right now. So as you're building a house, think about just that interest increase in your roof of your right house. right right well let's shift gears a little bit and, and tell us a little bit about uh the history of central financial group here in fort dodge we had we had a little bit of a history show but obviously me and me and uh, cole weren't here in 1995 well we were i was alive i was three I, yeah i <laughs> i was a sophomore in high school but anyway um Tell us a little bit about uh, your history, or I guess not not your history. Go to the actual history of Central Financial Group here in Fort Dodge. You know, maybe some some moves that you guys made and and things like that um, here in Fort Dodge. Yeah. So in Fort Dodge, Mick Flaherty's dad, John Flaherty, originally started the agency, and he was he was a general agent back in the late '40s for the state of Iowa. Uh, he also did a little coaching down at the Gallery area, yep. um, and at the same time. And so he was a general agent. His son came in at the time, uh, right out of college, Mick. Mm-hmm. And Mick became a district agent. Randy Studer, who was out of Elgona originally, uh, basically started the CFG. And he's the one that really developed a lot of the growth. Okay. Uh, but Fort Dodge has still always been a real stronghold for CFG. And um, it used to be the products you sold when you were Central Financial Group back in the 80s was Central Life. Okay. And then in 1995, another company, American Mutual and Central Life, which they started in 1898, both Des Moines companies merged into one. And then it was like three or four years later in 2000, uh, Central Life and American Mutual created the first um, stock holding company. Okay. Stock mutual holding company, I should say. So what it means is they mutualized, but they still had we're still partially a mutual company. And I don't know, four or five years later, they de- demutualized and became a stock company that changed the whole environment. Um, because now you, you do have stockholders versus back in the old days, your mutual companies, your stockholders were basically your clients. And you're talking about the people that actually own these policies. I'm yes. just trying to clarify yes. for our listeners. Yep. People that own these policies are now stockholders yes. instead of, uh, just holding their policy. Yeah. Right. So. Right. So they own part of the company. Yeah. And then it's just kind of progressed on there. You know, the products have changed in 1997, the companies we represent, one of the companies we represent, which is now called global Atlantic. They came in with the index annuity contracts. I wrote my first index annuity in 1997 on my dad. Oh yeah. And if you go 1997 to 1989 or 1998, the S and P went up 51% that year. Oh my gosh. And at that time we had no, you had an 80% participation rate with no fees. So, you know, his first two years, his net return was 39 and 18% <laughs> locked in. So, uh, I got into that type of the business 
um, because of the guarantees with still growth opportunities. And then I always thought, if they can do this with annuities, why can't they do it with life insurance? And yeah. about a year later, True. in 1999, then at the time, we were probably Ameris, I think at the time, came out with an index life product in. Uh, they're great products. I mean, they, they have a niche for sure. Yeah, so so a little bit about index products and how they work. There's fixed index products. And with a fixed indexed annuity or a fixed indexed uh, life insurance policy, you can't lose money. So that's something that they're, the floor is zero. The worst you can do is zero. And we always we have uh, the, the saying zero is your hero in that point because usually people are pretty happy with zero at that point, especially like right now <laughs> yep. uh, when the market's down like 25% since the you know, uh, end of last year. So uh, that, that's a, a place to protect your money. A lot of times it limits your upside, uh, so you can't make as much as the, the market might make on, a, on an annual basis, but you're going to really limit the downside protection. So uh, that's something that, that uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, uh, especially for people that, people that are pre-retirees or retirees, and they're like, you know, I'd, I, I don't want to stick everything in a fixed market, you know, a fixed annuity, something like that. That's a 2-3% that I know that's all the, that I can get, you know. But I don't want to lose, so that that's I know you're a proponent of it, Pat, and, and I know Cole's Cole's been introduced to it since he moved to CFG. Yeah, I was just thinking about those uh, those return. Your dad must have thought you were a genius, Pat. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he'd go drink coffee with the farmers, you know, every morning, and it'd be like, you know, he's telling me I got this, and they said, no, there's no way that's guaranteed, and he yeah. says, well, I don't know, my kid says it's guaranteed, <laughs> so hell, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, probably had you at that coffee <laughs> coffee pretty soon, didn't yeah. he? Um, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, your history in coaching, too. I think that is a, you know, we we actually say that during our intro that we, we coach people. Yep. Uh, that That's something that you you help people as a financial advisor. It, it has a lot to do relating with coaches. And, and Cole has some coaching experience. I have some coaching experience. You have a lot of coaching experience. Uh, tell, you, tell us uh, or tell our viewers a little bit about how you feel like coaching relates to financial advising. Well, I think number one is coaching is a real passion of mine. Um, you know, I absolutely love it. I'm still doing it yet at St. Ed's and uh, for probably a couple more years. Um, so we kind of, you know, you kind of do the same thing. I mean, when, you, when you're coaching young men, high school men, uh, you're not just coaching them to be a better athlete, but you're coaching them to be a better person. Um, and in the, with our clients, I mean, we become very, very, very close to our clients, as you guys well know. And, uh, you know, you go to a lot of funerals when you get my age, because a lot of my clients are pretty old and they right. do die. Um, and, but you become friends and part of their families. And, uh, so it's, I think it's all real relative. Right. Yeah. And, and I think part of, uh, coaching is, as as far as financial advising too, is a little bit of the, the counseling part, yep. you know, the, the, everyone goes through these, these big life changes, you know, marriages and divorces and kids and people passing away. And, and, and half of our, I mean, maybe 25% of our job is a little bit of counseling and just talking people through situations. Yeah. And I, I think, um, you, you would know this better than us, but, the the different personality types, you know, of kids you deal with of backgrounds and we have the same thing on the client side where, you know, each person has their own unique story. So, so I think as, you know, to get a sit in our shoes, that's a, a you get a, you know, see some of the successes, failures, how people respond to things. I think that really helps with our client relationships. Yeah. I think that when you, you know, when I first came into business, everybody always talked about, you know, when you deliver that first death benefit, you know, how that right. might change your life. 
And uh, I know my best man's wife died when she was 31 years old. And uh, now these people had good means. They, were, they weren't poor people. But it doesn't really matter. What really mattered was the extra life insurance allowed them to do things like giving. You know, right. They gave money to the church. They gave money to the library. I mean, there were certain things they could do even though they didn't need the money. And then I've had other friends. I had a friend died about 11 years ago. I'm working with his wife right now. He was 51, and they were, they were broke. I mean, they were in debt up to their yep. tails. You know, they had a huge house mortgage. They, were, they couldn't hardly handle it. He died suddenly, and, uh, you know, she was able to pay off the entire mortgage, buy another place, a smaller place, and she had a good job. And, I mean, without that life insurance, they, w- they would have been destroyed. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're all proponents of life insurance as, as it, it serves so many purposes. Yep. Um, so it's something that we, uh, we feel like, you know, most, most people need at some point in their life. Um, and, and we, we can definitely talk with you about if we feel like it's a, it's a fit for, for your family. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about the future of central financial. And I kind of feel weird asking this question, but do you think me and Cole will be okay without you? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, the question I, because I've been in the business and I've seen young people come and go and come yep. and go, but what's really, really, really interesting is number one, obviously technology has really changed how we do business and you guys, the younger guys like you guys that come in, I mean, you know, there's so many things that you guys can do that, uh, you know, I'd never ever be smart enough to do, you know, and so I think you need to give yourself more credit. Yeah. You can figure it, it, it yeah. out. Well, all I'm get, getting We're at just not is good teachers. that, you know, <laughs> the young people, you know, as they come in, I, you know, I look at you too. I look at Eddie, you know, Bailey, you know, everyone's enthusiastic. Y'all work together. And, and I think that CFG, the history of CFG in Fort Dodge and in Algona, everyone does get, they get along really well together mm-hmm. and they'll do anything to help each other out. And uh, I think the loyalty, I, I believe in loyalty, whether it's in coaching or whether it's in this business. Uh, I mean, I'm very loyal to CFG because they've done a lot of, they've made my life pretty good. Let's put it that way. Yep. Yep. No, I I would agree. And and I like that I'm grouped into the young guy talk. (laughs) (laughs) Because once, once you're gone and Jim Flaherty might still be there, but then I'm going to (laughs) become, yeah, you're, you're not going to refer to me as a young guy anymore. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the old guy. You have to hire a guy a little older. Yeah, yeah there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be putting ads out for a 55 year old financial <laughs> advisors. All right. Well, um, I think uh, you know we're we're about at that time. But we we thank you, Pat, for being on. Is there is there anything left that that or anything else that you would, had thought about that you wanted to talk a little bit about while while you were on the sh- on the show here? No, I think I appreciate being on the show, Caleb. I appreciate uh, you helping these guys out. And uh, so, no, I don't have anything left. I just appreciate to be able to be on the show today. And, uh, you know, these guys are good golfers, both of them. Uh, I'm not a good golfer. <laughs> They're both about eight inches taller than me also. <laughs> so, uh, no, thanks a lot. I appreciate this. has been fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for being on, and, and we appreciate uh, everything you do for Central Financial Group. So, All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Big thanks to Pat O'Rourke for joining How to Money with Colin Cole. I think he did very well. The man, the myth, like, the legend. Great. Like, I never doubted him. He seemed like a natural at this. Yeah, he yeah, really he did. He was great. You, uh, he's a he's a crowd pleaser for oh, sure, yeah. man. He's a, oh, he's a great guy and a lot of great insights out of Pat there. Yeah, yeah if so, you ever see him out, he drinks Miller Lite, FYI. 
<laughs> well, uh, we'll be sure to make a note of that. Um, so just a reminder, as always, follow these guys on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then um, you can visit the Central Financial Group website, www.centralfinancialgroup.com. Uh, we will be back next time on How to Money with Cole and Cole, and we will, I, I can't tell you what the episode's going to be yet because we don't really know, but just be on the lookout for that in two more weeks after this one comes out. Of course, these episodes comes out every two weeks, um, and we will see you next time on How to Money with Cole and Cole. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of Essential Financial Group, courtesy of Spin Market. Learn more about the Central Financial Group on their website, www.centralfinancialgroup.com. For now, I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated. Material discussed is meant for general informational purposes only and it is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Diversification does not insure against loss. Any guarantees discussed refer only to fixed insurance products and are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.